And you feel like falling down I'll carry you home Warning, the following podcast contains views and thoughts that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Spoiler content will be included in this podcast, so if you do not want to be spoiled, you might want to wait until the podcast hits the archives. Accordingly, the thoughts and views of our hosts or callers do not reflect the views of the Missy AE podcast or any of the Whispers groups. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE Podcast. Tonight, we bring to you the Big Brother 25 recap show, and it looks like a player finally grew some balls this week, as not only is Jag back-to-back HOHs, which I don't know if that's a record, uh, I-, I think, Tim, if he if he's, uh, if he's not... Uh, drowning in his tears right now uh, over the Phillies. Maybe he could possibly uh, call in and tell us that. Uh, if anybody has ever been a back-to-back HOH before. Uh, but Jags finally talked the talk uh, and walked the walk by taking out a huge threat in Corey this week. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, we have America and Blue up for nomination with Jag once again still in control. Uh, obviously, we currently have Melissa and we have Reggie on the line with us. Uh, Melissa, I mean, we I, I guess we could say that we should be impressed with uh, with what Jag accomplished this week because he could have very easily did what he. Uh, what he was originally planning to do, which was, I believe, target blue. But instead, he decided to actually pull the trigger and get rid of Corey. Yeah. And, you know, when he was first saying, we've got to get blue, we've got to get blue, I was thinking, oh, come on. Come on. You need to get those two bed letters shall I say, out of the house, at least one of them. You need to break them up. Um, I was kind of back and forth between who I really wanted to go, America or Corey. I mean, I like America a lot more than I like Corey. So I wasn't sad that he left. But he was talking, you know, Corey was talking about what a big threat he was and yada, 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 and I'm thinking, okay, because I'm more of a threat, I can do, you know, I could probably win comps, and I'm like, dude, she, America, in that pressure cooker, was there for 14 hours, and she threw it to Cam. She just gave it to him. Not to mention, she was the first one that finished a puzzle in in the opening HOH, or in the opening comps on opening day. 
So don't tell me that you're more of a calm threat than she is. Maybe mental calms, probably a little bit better. Go calms. America has got what it takes to, to win one of those physical comps. She's just been throwing them. Right? Right. That's what a lot so. of people believe. A lot of people believe that America has actually been throwing a lot of competitions, and Corey as well, because, I mean, we saw in the double eviction uh, where Corey won HOH just how easy it was for him that night to basically blast through everybody in the in the uh, mental portion of the uh, competitions that night. So, obviously, you know, I said last week that, okay, I'm fine with Cameron going, but in order to balance things out, Corey needs to go next. Because otherwise, yeah, it, it just seemed it seemed like Jag, Matt, everybody in that house was doing everything, while America and Corey basically sat back, did nothing except dry hump, or kind of speculated, but it has been speculated that they did actually have sex uh, for the first time in the Big Brother house this week. Um, that's basically all they've done. You know, if anything, America, uh, all, the, the two things that you said just now, Melissa, about America, that, that's literally the only two things that she's done this season. Otherwise, she, she hasn't really had any gameplay. That was all Corey's uh, job. You know, while she basically laid in bed, essentially, a, you know, a majority of the season, kind of, kind of, a, kind of reminds me of Nicole Franzel a little bit, actually. Uh, yeah. Where she, where she slept until the tenth week of the season, and then suddenly woke up and decided, oh, wait a minute, I'm actually in a game for uh, a huge amount of money. I should probably start playing right now. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, I, I, I do think that voting out Corey was <laughs> easily, you know, easily the best option of the two because, uh, when you know, if you look at it from the perspective of Matt and Jag, they are easily the two biggest threats left in the game physically. Uh, and with them both being allied, it's entirely possible with there being only, what, 20 days left in the season, it's entirely possible that they could, ju- they could just trade wins back to back, back to back, back to back, kind of like what Cameron and, and Jared did earlier this season. And, I mean, let's be honest. You take a look at who is left in this game. Honestly, blue is is maybe the biggest threat remaining in terms of competitions. And Jag I guess it's all on. about pers- it's all about perspective, though. Um, I think I think that Bowie is very capable, um, and and America is very capable, and. I think Blue's got a fire lit under her, which could be dangerous. 
So I kind of agree that maybe she does need to go because, you know, quite honestly, she um, she's looking at it from a perspective who deserves to be in the final five. But, and she's, well, she was telling Jag this, Jag and Matt. And, you know, we've been through so much, blah, blah, blah. Really? Because all that you've really been through is Jared being evicted from out, out from under you. Um, she hasn't really been through that much. Except no, and her game has been messy. To, her game has been messy to begin with. Yeah. Um, but and also I mean, from perspective, I don't think it was always Corey that was doing the game playing. America was doing plenty of it her on her own. Although she did have big mouth and trusted the wrong people, but her thought process of what she wanted done was pretty spot on. Um, right, but at the same so, time, who was the one that executed everything, though? Yeah. You know, if it was her and Corey in the final two, yeah, she could say, oh, I masterminded everything, but who was the one who actually carried it out? Yeah. It was Corey. And but before that, but before that, Corey relied heavily on Izzy. That's true. And listening before to what that, Izzy had to say event happened. And letting Izzy carry it out. Right? Right. Because to be fair, Izzy was in every single conversation at the time mm-hmm. in her time in the house. Izzy had been in literally every single conversation. So it was very easy yep. for for Izzy to carry out any ideas that Corey may have wanted to try and put out there. Yeah, but only after going to see uh, Sari and having her approve it. Right? Right. But, you know, you want to talk about perspective. Uh, let's get the perspective uh, from Reggie. Uh, Reggie, I know, you, I know you primarily watch the, uh, the episodes, but uh, I believe, I believe you, you have also wa- uh, watched a bit of the live feeds. Uh, what is your take on the Corey in America situation? Well, I did because I joined last night to talk about Survivor and stuff. I went ahead and I rewatched last night's Big Brothers just like 50 minutes ago. Um, I don't watch that many feeds, only when something good is going to happen or, you know, if they have a comp, you know, like an HOH comp. But I think that America is going to be evicted. I don't feel she's going to win a comp. She does not want to be there without her boo, as she put it. Um, I don't. I don't know what else. I know last. I hear me echoing. 
Yeah, that's been a problem that's been going on in in, uh, in blog talk the last couple of weeks on Friday night. That's, so. Oh man. Um, but anyway, I now I know that it's a, you know been going on. I thought it was me. Okay, I can continue. Um, I think if she hadn't hooked up with Corey, I feel her game would have been a whole lot better. She would have wanted it more. It's like she forgot there's seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on the line. You know, she's just in exactly. for a showman. She just wants a showman. Now, I don't. The reason I don't feel she's going to try for anything, she's probably happy on the block because of the fact that she wants to get back to Corey. Mm. Well, it's it's funny though because I look at it two different ways. I look, I look at, you know, we, we see previous showmances and what has happened when their showman's partner gets taken out uh, when they're up on the block with them. There's two ways I see this going. Either she goes the route of Gina Marie, who basically shrivels up into a ball and cries the entire rest of her time on the season, or could we potentially see her go the route of Rachel Riley who actually started to ramp it up uh, in big brother 13 after Brendan had been voted out. And ultimately we saw Rachel Riley ended up going on to win that season. So I, I think if anything, kind of goes this like week, Rachel Riley and shakes up the house, but I don't think she's going to. I do. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. That'll give us something. Yep. Oops. Yeah, I think, I there, think, I think it is possible. Do what? Hello? Well, I was just, I just all of a sudden you just stopped talking, or, I mean, abruptly, so I thought maybe you got cut off. Well, I was playing with my um, <laughs> button and I was hitting it downward. <laughs> I meant to go up. <laughs> okay. I like your awareness level, uh, Melissa. You worry. You care. You really, really care. <laughs> um, I think that um, the way that America was talking, um, I think that she has this piece that she can trust Sari and Felicia. And I think she wants Blue out. And she also wants to get Jag, and, uh, Jag or Matt at the double. Oh, yeah. See, when I heard that. So I don't think she. She knows she's on the block, but she knows that Blue is the target. Oh, Blue is the target? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I've, I've been busy all day, and I, I, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. Why is Blue the target? Because Blue is more of a threat to them. Um, they know for a fact that she wants them out and they think that she is capable of winning the competition to do that. So they like to see her out. However, if she wins the veto, then they're going to go ahead with America. 
Ah. And she and thinks it that sounds like a, as uh, well. It sounds it sounds it sounds like as well that Bowie may potentially be the replacement because uh, Jag has has guaranteed Felicia and Sari that neither of them will touch the block at any point uh, this week. See, I wish Bowie would get out. I don't know really what she does besides smile with the big teeth. All I see when well, she, when she's on the screen is her teeth. Yeah, and she really bothered me um, this week when they were talking about um, before Jag put up Corey in America, um, they were talking to her about being a pawn, and she thought she was going to die. She was bawling. She was crying. She was having all, she was having an absolute, um, no, actually, that was even after America and Corey um, were on the block. I think it was, they were telling her, oh, the the plan no, was, this was Corey's plan. He had been talking to Felicia and to Sari, and he told them what he wants to do is to lie to Bowie and tell them or tell her that, that, um, Jag and Matt had discussed with them getting Bowie out next or something like that, or that Bowie, Bowie, Felicia, Three. oh, no, wait, 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 that it would be Matt and Jag, Three, Felicia, and Blue and or America in the final five and that they were going to get rid of her before the final five. And he won, He went to Felicia, and he went to Sari, and he was, no, not Sari, but Felicia, and he said, you need to back me up, that when she comes and asks you about it, you need to tell her, yeah, um, this was a plan, blah, blah, blah. You need to back me up. So that way she'll join you guys and want to keep me to go after Matt and Jack. See, this is his big plan. That she'll vote out America. You guys can vote out America. And then I'll be here to go after Matt and Jack. Well, then Felicia went to Bowie and said, this is what Corey said he wants to do. And he wanted us to lie and tell you this. And so Felicia goes back. She tells Saria, yeah, I told Bowie. And Saria was like, why would you do that? Why did you do that? <clears throat> because actually Saria was thinking about keeping Corey. Well, so, let's face it. Um, Felicia, Felicia has shown on multiple occasions this season that she isn't the brightest bulb in the bunch. Uh, well, you know what, and that's another thing that drives me nuts about Felicia, is that she is convinced that God is going to have her win this game, face of a mustard seed. She just knows that God wants her to win, and by God, 
she and Sheree are going to be sitting in those final two chairs, and she's going to win this money, right? So she's Joe, she's Joe Costa uh, reincarnated from Big Brother 15. Or wait. Oh my gosh. Not big, not big. No, he was an. Uh, he he was an eighteen. He was an eighteen too. Jocasta. Oh no 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 no. Jo, no no. Jocasta. Uh, Jocasta was Big Brother sixteen. Yeah. Uh, who was the other? The one in eighteen. Um. God. What was his name? Josea. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. But, um, the one who called himself yeah. the Messiah and then got voted out first. Yep. Yep. But <laughs> anyway, I, you know, uh, I just I, and, and to to go back to what you to what was said about Bowie, uh, I find it so funny that she was crying about potentially being put out being put up on the block when yet she has said multiple times that she doesn't care about the money that she she just wants to make it as far as she can that uh, Mm -hmm. she would be just fine going to jury. And I remember having a huge rant about this early, uh, a couple weeks ago about uh, like the the fact as well, that her HOH win was a fluke as well. Cause she said that she wrote down uh, the tie for the tie breaking question. She wrote down that number because she thought that she would be way off and that Felicia uh, wouldn't be so brain dead uh, to write off to write a number that's even further off than uh, than Bowie Jane was. Yeah, I don't she know. She doesn't want to. Make I mean, decisions, I think. Period. I think I think that Bowie Jane is trying to get down to like the four to get down to the five, or the four or the five or whatever and then crank it up and just go for it. She's not talking uh, really too much to anybody about what her end game is. She's, she hasn't really talked to anybody about it. But I think that she's got this idea in her head of what it looks like. And when the plans don't look like it, they're going her way, then she gets pissed off. I'm sorry, I think but she's just got the a way plan. that she has played so far, the way she has played so far, I just, I don't see any road that results in her winning. Well, and it's just a matter of who she thinks she'd win against. And nobody. quite honestly, I don't see her winning. I don't see her winning. I don't see her winning against anybody. I don't exactly. either. There's, there's literally nobody that she like. She would lose. I'm pretty. I'm pretty damn sure she would lose to Blue. She would lose to America. She would lose to Suri. She would definitely lose to Matt or Jag. Oh, she would lose to Felicia, and Felicia hasn't even done anything this season except get rid of one of well, her own she was an H. Yeah, she was an HOH. I mean, so her and Bowie are pretty much even in that. I thought we established, though, that uh, that crapshoot HOHs don't count. 
Yeah, I don't know. Isn't that, isn't that what but we're going to have to on this, uh, on this show? Huh? Isn't that what was said on this show? That uh, that crapshoot HOHs don't count? I don't remember. But regardless, uh, yeah, you you stack up you stack up anybody's uh, anybody's resume, including including America, who has done nothing so far in this game, and she would probably beat Bowie Jane just because of uh, likability. Um, not too many people like America. <laughs> um, no, but Cor- a lot Corey, of people are. Corey I is, think a lot of people Corey are stringing her along though. because I think they can beat her in the end. Yeah, but Corey is very influential, though. Do not be surprised if he can uh, if he can sway people her way in the uh, in the jury house. Yeah, I don't know. If she's in the final two, maybe. But I predicted if Jag is in the if she's not in the final two and Jag is, he'll he'll uh he'll try to sway the vote to Jag. But yeah, I suspect I mean, that Matt if Matt is with him, he's going to win. Matt will. You know, the, uh, it's it's funny that we bring up Jag, and we've been, you know we've been talking about how Jag has been uh, finally had the balls to make a move. Uh, here's one thing to take into account: could him being voted out unanimously earlier this season, only to be saved by a power, could that potentially be used against him in a final two situation? It could. I mean, it, it could. Um, but also with, see, even I think Matt is even getting a little bit um, irritated with Jag at times because Matt has this idea of what he wants, um, what he would like to see, and he sometimes gets gets frustrated when Jag goes off like, we need to get out blue. He was just like, we need to get out Corey. Um, But he keeps his mouth shut. He keeps his mouth shut just as long as he's safe. He'll do whatever it is that Jag wants him to, but this time he kind of made it clear that that he wants to see blue go, so I still think Matt is in the best position in this house right now. So do I. I Both. you know, everybody not, not just, just loves him. Yeah, not not just not just position wise where he is right now, but also if he were to potentially make the final two. Like even though even though Jag has won four vetoes and two HOHs, I think he loses to Matt. Absolutely. I agree. Yep. Me too. Because, Even though I like Jag. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we've been talking about it all season long so far. That 
there's a lot of st- a lot of problems with Jag uh, with, with with Jag's approach to the game so far this season. That, he reads a lot of things know, wrong. He he reads a lot of things wrong. Yes. But I have also yes. told you that I can see why. I mean, his, I, Jag is a really nice guy. He really is. He's he's just a really, really nice guy. But with that is he wants to believe. He wants to to believe that he has all this trust built up with all these people, you know? And right. I think he's um, – the trust doesn't matter, dude. They're not going to let you go on to win the game because you they trust you, you know? Yeah, no. They won't if, go if after me. They, they'll trust me, it, right? If it was a ga- if it was a game of trust, if it was a game of uh, if winning the game was based off of a game of trust, I would have uh, and how much you trust somebody, I would have won a whispers game a long time ago. But you know, mm-hmm. I think I think my re- my record speaks for itself. That obviously, you know, trust only takes you so far, and. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the thing that that really pissed me off about Jag is that you literally see there are options in front of, like there are options right there in front of you to take a wide open shot and that's what you know that that's what kind of pissed me off earlier this week when originally he put up uh he put up Blue and Felicia because it's like, what the hell are you doing? You and he goes, oh, but I don't want to, uh, you know, I I don't want to piss off Corey or America, whichever uh, whichever one of them stays. It's like, dude, well then it's it's your dumbass fault that you basically revealed that you were the anonymous HOH, or that you were the invisible HOH when you could have kept your mouth shut and basically. Could have you could have still done things this week and escaped away for, uh, escaped away with literally no blame. But no, like but a see, dumbass, that's what he, he basically revealed to everybody. Yeah, but see, he's even said that one of the reasons is he did not. He wants them as a shield in front of them that he wanted Corey and America as a shield in front of them because as long as they were in the house, people were going to go for them and not him and Matt. That was his philosophy behind that. Okay, but at the same time, <laughs> so it's like, if we yeah, got rid of, So if we were... So if they were to get rid of Corey or America, then that would be one duo... Um, broken up and then they'd be coming like gangbusters for Matt and Jack and that's what he was trying to avoid well you can't avoid it now Mm-mm. because nope. I, I mean okay you you decide to hold off on targeting Corey in America 
you know, there's only, you can only hold off on it for so long before you finally get down towards the end. And it's like, oh, well, okay, here we are at the final six. And it's only, uh, it's, it's both uh, me, like say, for example, uh, okay, we're at the final six. It's Matt and Jag, Corey in America, and Felicia and Sari. Did they seriously think that Felicia and Sari would be able to win a competition to go after Corey in America? No. I mean, be re- you know, uh, Jag literally he he has to look at things with a with a with a closer perspective. You know, it's like. I, I get, you know, the the one thing that, that Jim taught all Whispers players, the three most important things are numbers, loyalty, and timing. But at at, at some point, uh, obviously, you know, Jag wasn't aware that Corey and America had been throwing competitions. You know, at some point, you've got to think to yourself – how long am I really going to let this showmance, a wide open showmance, might I add, uh, how long am I going to let them basically sneak through and, you know, knowing I'll never be able to turn one of them against each other. You know, it just see, it just seems so stupid in my opinion to keep them mm-hmm. as long as he did. Yeah, I'm just saying that I I could see his point, um, not saying that it was correct, but I could see what his mindset was. But he had the wrong read. He had the wrong read, you know? He wasn't thinking logically. But I had to laugh because Corey just thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. In his interview today, he was talking about how funny he is, and I don't know. Anyway, did you see, did you see the goodbye messages? To Corey? Yeah. Uh, one thing, one like there, there's a way of saying a certain thing you want to say that you want to get through in a goodbye message. And we saw it take place two different ways last night, with Blue being the dumbass and Sari saying pretty much the same message in a more concealed fashion, which, I mean, granted, like, uh, like if, say, for example, uh, Obviously, it's probably not going to happen at this point, but say we have a Sari and Blue final two. You take a look, you take a look at the uh, you take a look back at those uh, goodbye messages. So who's Corey going to be more inclined to vote for after that? Mm-hmm. I mean, Sari. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- th- this is this is the time where you need to where you need to think about jury management, and I'll give Jag props for this. Uh, in his in his goodbye message for Corey, he actually did a hell of a lot better uh, than he did with Cameron, which 
seems very odd that we did not get to see goodbye messages for Cameron last week. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I uh, Reggie, doesn't it seem odd to you that last week we didn't get to see uh goodbye messages uh for Cameron? Well, I I never even thought about it until just now when you brought it up, but one, they could have ran out of time or two, which I'm kind of leaning towards. They were probably so nasty they couldn't show him on TV. You know, he he alienated almost everybody. I'm sure Blues was nasty. You know, um, Matt, maybe, Therese, Felicia's, because he was just downright nasty to Felicia. So I'm thinking that I'm thinking they were too bad to even put on there. Right, you know that's a, that's what I was kind of wondering, if maybe perhaps, uh, you know, we we saw how they basically dunked all over Cameron uh, during the Zingbot uh, episode, basically confirming Zingbot's zings that he had made. You know, it it, it kind of makes you it kind of makes you think that maybe perhaps, and you know, no, normally when when they do, uh, when they run out of time, normally they put the goodbye messages on like social media or something, and they didn't even do that for Cameron. Yep. So. I mean, it, it is a possibility, I think, that maybe maybe perhaps, uh, you know, they were pretty vicious that they couldn't even be aired, essentially. Yeah, anyways, that's true. Uh, we do have... A uh, you know we we do have about twenty days left, and did we did we find out at all what the uh, what the HOH competition was? It was new. It was something new, and they were oh. separated. Um, they were separated. Um, I'm going to guess by walls. Had um, something to do with past winners because I think Rachel and Andy and um, something somebody else were mentioned, and they said that all of a sudden they heard Jag screaming, so they knew that he had won. You know, it did ma- it did make me wonder. Uh, here, especially hearing that it was individual, uh, that it was individually done, uh, just exactly what it was, because 
you know, there wasn't really, from what I had read at least, uh, now, now granted when I read it, it was, you know, it was early in the morning, so I didn't really get the chance to, uh, to look up much more. Uh, but from what I had read, it basically seemed like that it was definitely something brand new. And I think it's actually I think I think it's uh, a good thing for Big Brother to have done to implement former if 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 that's what they did considering this is you know this is the 25th season and it's uh, the the theme has been you know has been about the Big Brother multiverse. It makes sense for them to have basically gone back, uh, you know, for for certain things. So, I think that I think that should definitely be uh, something interesting to see come Sunday night. Now, I just wish that the episode. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure uh, it was individual. No. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure it was individual because I think they were all in the same area but they were separated by like say walls like they are sometimes with questions and how they're separated by walls Oh okay So it was one of those it was one of those competitions It may where... have been I'm not I'm, yeah, I'm don't quote me on that, but I, that's, I wonder if it involves slapping a button or something, because I know that's some of the things that they, you know, those competitions where they would have to, they would have to put in like uh, by implements of one or implements of five, like a day's competition. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, We'll have to wait and see, but that's just the idea that came to my head when they were talking about it, um, because they were able to hear, able to hear Jag scream when he won. Right. So they were pro- they were probably all right next to each other. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The one thing I'll say about Jag is, you know, he was so worried about making himself into a threat, but you know, it's it's basically at some point you're going to have to you know, you're going to have to realize that okay, I am going to be seen as a, you know, I am going to be seen as a threat. Essentially, and it's almost like he needed to get the, you know, he needed to get this out of the way now before they had an opportunity to uh, to coast any further. Yeah. And, and you know, if anything, uh, obviously he must feel very confident about uh, where him and Matt stand in the game to where okay, he would go and decide to win back-to-back HOHs like he has. 
Well, I mean, if you keep going through the whole game saying, I'm not going to win this or I'm not going to win that because I don't want to be perceived as a threat, I mean, eventually, if you're not being perceived as a threat, you're being perceived as somebody that they can just toss because you're not important to the game, you know? And Right. So it's like six of one and half a dozen of the other. So yeah, it really didn't. Know, it uh, really so, didn't get Corey very far, did it? No, of course not. Well, it I mean, it got him uh, farther than really a lot get, of them, but yeah, it got, it got him further than than a lot of than a lot of the competitors. But uh, for the most part, you know. Corey still had flaws to his game. The fact that he couldn't, you know, you know, he couldn't. Uh, he was ba- he was basically blinded by the showman. We'll put it that way. But essentially, he he was blinded by the showman, uh, and it's kind of funny too, considering that he he considers himself a Big Brother super fan. And any Big Brother super fan would know that showmances, nine times out of ten, equal the death of your game. Because right. you end up, you, most of the time, you stop playing for yourself and you instead start playing for two people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what killed Tyler. In twenty, it's what ki- yeah, it's what killed Tyler. Uh, you know, we've seen it, it almost killed Hayden if uh, mm-hmm. in Big Brother twelve if if Kristen had lasted uh, had lasted longer. You know, who knows where that might have uh, where that might have gone. Uh, it killed. Nicole, her first season in Big Brother 16, uh, the showmance that she had with Hayden that season before before she then hopped over to Corey two seasons later and stayed in bed a majority of the season, uh, before all of a sudden waking up and deciding, oh, you know what, I think I'm going to win the game uh, over, over Pope Paul. So... Yeah. I think if Corey didn't have the showmance, this is just my opinion, and uh, I want to know what what uh, what you and Reggie think, Melissa. But I feel that had Corey not been involved in this showmance, he probably would have been a lot more keen on his senses and reading the house like he was the first couple of weeks before he got into that show, man. Hmm. True. But I, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Quite honestly. Um, Corey, uh, how do I put it? He was pretty high on himself. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he most definitely was. 
I, I don't think I think he'd be reason. relying on he'd be relying I think he'd still be relying on everybody else to win. I mean, he or he and America, both of them, never cooked, never cleaned. They just sat around doing absolutely nothing for the most part. I mean, they would get up and Corey would go out and have his discussions and America would have her discussions and stuff like that. And sometimes he would tell her what he discussed. Sometimes he wouldn't. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how the game would have gone, but I don't think he'd be in much better position without America, to be honest. What about what about you, Reggie? What Matt, do you think? Where do you think Corey would have been uh, had he not hooked up? With uh, with America. Well, I think he would have really bonded with Jag and Matt, and I think they would have ran it. Or he may even have bonded with Cameron. I think he would have done a whole lot better in the comps. Uh, he would have had his head in the game more. Um, just it would have been a whole different ball game. You know, like he would have been like a Cameron or a Jag or a Matt. He wouldn't have, you know, rainbows and unicorns in his head all the time. I think I he did. may have hooked up more with Jared. Oh, yeah, Melissa, you're right. Oh, my Lanta, I forgot about yeah. that. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. I think he would have been more in with Jared and Izzy. Yep. Yeah, you're right. That's not, uh, it's it's funny when you th- when you think about it because America was kind of the catalyst to uh, well not not just America but also Jared's own actions. But uh, you know, America did play a little bit of a role in it in the sudden explosion. Of the Corey and and Jared duo, and I feel you know if America, if he hadn't been in a showman with America, I do agree that uh, perhaps we all we know how close he was with Izzy in the house until it was time to get rid of Izzy. Uh, I think it's possible that, you know, she could have, uh, that, that Izzy probably would have, would have been around a lot longer and probably would have made the jury phase potentially. Yeah, maybe. You know, for, for all we know, uh, maybe perhaps this whole entire landscape would be completely different. Uh, in the game that we're looking at right now. Because, to be honest, just based off of what we're looking at here, 
this is uh, this is literally a Matt and Jag runaway show right now. Yeah. And I'm okay with like, that. I, I really don't see anybody who can really dethrone them. Like, I mean, Ceri's only shot that she has is if they somehow take her to the final three and she wins the final two parts of the HOH competition. That's the only way I see her ever being able to potentially eliminate one of them. Uh, Blue, she didn't start playing until until uh, her little fuck buddy, Jared, got voted out. Yep. Uh, Bowie, well, I've said this all season long. She's She's been furniture, and she still is furniture in the house, despite yeah. that one HOH win. Mm-hmm. And Felicia, but she's a little bit Felicia more. She's a little bit more vocal now. Oh yeah, she's getting especially a little bit with more the, with her more vocal. Yeah, especially yep. with her telling uh, with her telling Corey, uh, yeah, you can stop the campaigning. You're not. You're not staying this week. Yeah, I appreciate you giving it a whirl. They didn't show that part on on uh, the show. Who was show. that? Who was that? She went. She went in to um, America and Corey. They were in bed, and she goes, "I just want to tell you that it's over. You know, it needs to stop. No more campaigning. Blah blah blah." Uh, I appreciate you giving it a whirl. <laughs> was that Bowie or you're Blue? basically? That was Bowie, yeah. Telling them to quit campaigning, it was over, and like the audacity of the furniture to try and tell to try and tell a competitor what to do. Well, come on now, Corey. Corey was a piece of furniture too. I mean, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah, in terms of competitions, I mean, he did win an HOA, a mental HOH competition, but at the same time, he was actually doing stuff behind the scenes. He was control like when Sari lost control of the game, he was the one uh with the help of America that was moving things along to make that happen. Bowie has basically been like a lamp post in the house. Like literally, uh, you know, people, she would she would go into a room and people would stop talking. You know, she would just yeah, and that drove that drove Bowie nuts. She was saying that it was feeling like, um, it was feeling like that again. I remember her when she was crying. And Sari was talking to her, and she was like, it, it, it's like it, it's happening all over again. And when she walks into a room, they quit talking and blah, blah, blah. And it was driving her crazy. That she felt like she was being shut out. But that's when Jag went and got her. Jag went and got her and was talking to her and telling her 
you know, he's he um, took her in and gave her a home, and she was so happy to be part of something. With especially after, okay, so a lot of the, a lot of this season has been people placing way too much faith in other players, right? Jag was yeah. doing it with with um, three and them and the seven deadly sins. He thought that was a thing. He was confident that. You know, he could trust them and everything would be fine and they didn't need to talk to each other all the time. They just had trust in each other and that's what he was going with. And then when he found out that that was just completely blown up, he was shook. He couldn't believe it. He was in, oh my God. That's what made him start playing this game. Now, And he thought he was playing the game before. (laughs) He realized he wasn't. Um, And boy, was the same way. She thought they had the professors, they had the bye-bye bitches, and she thought she was in a really good spot and that she was part of something. She was with those girls, and everything was going to be hunky-dory. And then she realized nothing was what it seemed, and she wasn't part of anything. And so, and everybody, and, Matt and Jeff. And everybody remember, this has been the season of <clears throat> multiple alliances, uh, a record-setting right. number of alliances. And then when everything exploded that day um, with Jared, because he was stupid, um, and everything exploded, then that's when everything started coming out and everybody started realizing exactly what was going on, it's what dumped Cerise game. And that was all thanks to her son. However, I have got to tell you that I have seen more than one person in the Twitterverse. Oh my God. Did you see that? Oh, my God. Sari. Oh, my God. Dr. Will who? I'm like, oh, please. Dan who? I'm like, oh, my God. So, okay. I love Sari and Survivor and everything, but They're giving her way, way, way too much credit. Yeah, but Sheree would have been Sheree would have been nowhere if she didn't have Izzy and Jared. Izzy was the one yeah, that was but, going out, getting all the information and bringing it back to her. She had her son doing, you know, being a spy or a double agent working with her but on and working on the other side and bringing her back the information, right? Yeah. And, and she wasn't necessarily making all of the decisions. 
because Izzy did have some say in that, and so did Felicia. So um, as good as Sari is, and her social game is exquisite. But she is nowhere near the status of a Dan or a Dr. Will. Oh, no. no. I'm sorry. And, and that's no. What, you know, that, that's what gets me about Big Brother fans, too, is that uh, they really make those comparisons that, you know, somebody is the next Dr. Will, somebody is the next... Uh, you know, the next Dan Giesling. That's what pisses me off is that, like, oh, if somebody makes a smart, like a a really smart decision or they all of a sudden have an epiphany in the house, it's like people all of a sudden, like, say, for example, uh, Sari had an epiphany or something. They would be, they would say in all capital letters, Sari Giesling Fields. It's like, yeah, really? You know, I mean, she is. She does have a mist. She does have a mist. Um, where she's got everybody believing that she is completely in their corner, that they can trust her with everything, and for the most part, they can. There's, she loves Matt. She loves, um. Oh, God, brain fart. Pretty much the Jack. only one that she actually really loves in the house. The only one that she actually really loves in the house right now is Matt. Um, she gets along with Blue because she thinks Blue is in her corner. She knows Matt's in her corner. She's not and sure she, about Blue Felicia. Blue is also soon to be her daughter-in-law. Uh, I, you know what? I don't think that's going to last. I really don't. <laughs> Just like I do yeah, not Jared think that Corey and America are going to last. Corey and America aren't going to last either. Um, I think his mom is going to give him a good talking to when she gets home. Well, you're not, well, <laughs> to be you honest know, with uh, you, oh my God. He did say in his uh, in his exit interview today that there's going to be a lot of cold water in his face uh, on finale night when both of their families are at the finale, and he goes, "Hey, mom and dad, this is America. I love her. Like it's going to be very awkward. A lot of cold water in his face." Um, you know, well, no, actually, now I kind of skip over. Um, I exit the exit the the cam when they're on because, quite honestly, I can't stand it. I cannot stand to listen to them talk. Um, they just make me ill. Okay. Um, well, to be fair, you know, most show me. My brother. Let me tell you something. My brother, when he was my oldest brother, when he was 21 years old, he married a gal that is 11 years older than him, 11 years older. 
my mom and dad thought they were going to pass out. Right? Uh-huh. But all of these years later, how long is it? Okay. They got married in 75. How long have they been married? Almost 50 years. Almost 50 years they've been married. They have two sons, four grandkids. Um, and that worked out great for them. Uh, but for some reason, I do not see that happening with Corey in America. And she's only, what, four, almost five years older than him? Six Mm -hmm. years, actually. Huh? Six years, actually, because isn't she she 27? Yeah, soon to be 28. Or is she 28, actually? No, she's going to be 28. So almost six years, because he turned, yeah, he turned 22 in the house. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I look at it like this. Still in college. Still living in the dorm room. Um, He still has a lot more college to go. And she lives in Texas. She's already been to college. And at her age, she's probably looking for a man that's um, has a career. I don't know. I I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, something just tells me they are like oil and water. Well, I mean, I can. I don't see of, him staying together. I mean, I get. I guess I can. I could kind of see that when you consider the fact that it, it seems to be really one-sided throughout a majority of their time in the house when the showman had basically started that. Uh, you know. Uh, America was basically like a horn, like a completely, uh, like a horn dog, essentially. Uh, while Corey, I still remember that one night where he was looking up when America was all over him at the start of the, at the start of the courtship, so to speak. And Corey was basically looking up at the camera like, somebody please save me, please. Like, he was horrified. And then yeah, all of a sudden, he, it ended I, he, up becoming he's like... He's very Ella. inexperienced. I think he was very inexperienced. Okay? I'm thinking he probably didn't have that many girlfriends. You know, his brother was saying that Corey was very quiet. He's a really quiet guy. And... His idea of a good time is just staying in his room, um, being online, gaming online or whatever. 
and that was his idea of a good time. I think he's, I think he was very, very inexperienced in the girl department. Yeah, that's he had no, right. he had no idea what to do. With that, with that type of, uh, with that type of description, that that sounds about right. <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I think he just needs to concentrate on his schoolwork and getting that done. Because I would hate for him to say, screw college, I'm going to go chase my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Right, and then it ends up not working out. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't see. I don't see it working. By the way, uh, Blue is completely blind right now, thinking that she isn't the target. That she isn't the target this week. That she clearly well, believes it's America. Yep. Yeah, I know. He told her, he, he, um, he told her, Blue, I need you. I need you in that POV. <clears throat> and I'm going to have to put you up. And she said, yeah, kind of, you need, you know, people to play in the POV, blah, blah, blah. So she's not mad because he was telling her up front what was going on. And she totally thinks that America is a target. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for her and Jerry. I can't wait for her and Jerry. You want to talk about bitter jurors. Uh, I think Blue is definitely, well, I mean, let's face it. Uh, we've been we've been looking at Blue all season long as basically being there just to get uh, just to get followers. Mhm. But well, I think um, Blue is definitely going to be. She's definitely going to be uh, the potentially one of the bitter jurors of this. And she would definitely vote for Matt if it were Matt and Jack in the end. Yep. I don't know. I think oh, yeah. Corey might vote for Jag, and I think Cam would vote for Jag, but I think everybody else would vote for Matt. I think it would be 5-2. You know, how funny would this actually, be? You know, actually, if... you know what? I think if Corey were going to vote for Jag, America probably would too. So well, yeah, it might be a 4-3. When... Yeah, you, usually when one half of a showman votes for somebody, the other half follows through. Yep. And by the yeah, way, somebody just posted this. Uh, <coughs> somebody just posted this possibility on Twitter, and I can really actually see it happening, where Felicia somehow pulls out a win out of her ass. Wins the wins uh, the HOH comp, which may be a booth competition, and then America wins the veto, 
because Jags decided to keep her in the game this week and, and instead target Blue, uh, with America winning the veto to seal his fate. Um, they were talking about that, and they're talking the HOH, that she told they have this deal she said, "I won't put you up, in, or I won't put you up in the double eviction. And if you are in a double eviction, um, if you're up and I win the veto, I'll take you down. Blah blah blah." Although she was lying through her teeth, I think I do not think that America would take Jag down. No. Because, I mean, let's uh, face it, checks are, che- checks are made to be bounced inside the Big Brother house. Mm-hmm. You know, she may I think she'll still go after him. I think she'll still them. go after him in the double eviction. Oh, I agree. <coughs> yep. She'll still go after him you in know, the double you, eviction if she wins HOH. If Felicia I mean, wins HOH, she is putting up Jag and Matt. And Felicia will yeah. put up Jag and Matt. A hundred percent. And if and it's just who is gonna win that veto. If Matt goes balls to the walls and, and pulls it off, I pray that he would win the veto. Because if Chad comes down, they'll put up somebody else and I'm afraid that Matt would go home to break up that duo. Well, he is a pretty Although big threat, I don't. not just not just physically, but also in terms of likability. I know. But I think Sari would want to keep Matt. Um, so I can see Felicia putting up Bowie and Bowie going home. Eh, I mean, wouldn't be wouldn't be that much of a loss. Nope. I think that if Bowie is up next to Matt, Bowie goes home. Yeah. I could actually see that happening. I could see uh, Bowie leaving, especially when, uh, you know, they've, so- they've kind of been talking about it, actually. I, I believe, if I remember correctly, Sari and Felicia have kind of been talking about how Bowie uh, is, the you know, the fact that Bowie wasn't even being looked at as potentially going up that yeah you know she yes, clearly she clearly has something with them yeah so i and you know what i wouldn't even be surprised that if matt won the veto in the double eviction and came down and bowie went up that she wouldn't she she might go home over him over jag Nah. I mean, Reggie, I think if Jack's up next thoughts? to Bowie, he'll go home. Reggie, anyway. what are your thoughts on the what What are your thoughts, Reggie, on the potential uh, for certain double eviction scenarios that may that may pop up here uh, whenever the next double eviction is? is next it, is double it eviction is by the Thursday way, night. Double, it is officially it, Thursday. Yep. Uh, 
when I was listening to Big Brother tonight when I rewatched it, uh, what's her face? Julie said that that they're gonna go down to six and immediately go down to five. So what I'm thinking is Jag can't play in the next HOH. So right. I'm hoping Bowie does not win it. I'm hoping that either Matt does or um, Alicia or, or uh, Cherie, one of them guys, you know, because I really am not fond of Blue or Bowie. America, I hope, is gone. So anyway, I'm hoping that um, there's not many people, you know, they're going to be putting up anymore. you got to start putting people up together. So I'm thinking that... Alicia will not put up Matt or Jag. She would put up Bowie and Blue. And then when Blue gets voted out, whoever wins again, I think the final four is going to be Matt, Jag, Felicia, and Cherie. Because they all know they're going to win with, um, if they have to go to the final with one of them. Matt and Jag both know this. Uh, I mean, I just think I think it would be a mistake if Felicia has that chance or Sari has that chance. I think. Well, obviously, we know Sari won't put Matt up, uh, but I think if this. Felicia yes. specifically, if Felicia specifically has that chance, I don't think she'll miss. Uh, having the opportunity really? to take out either oh, Jag or Matt. I, I... Oh, I oh I'll just be in shock if she does that. I mean, more uh, specifically, Jag. More specifically, Jag, because you know Jag still put her up. True. Yeah, her her preference would be Jag over the two. But the That's only what I'm concerned about is that Jag, that Jag would win the veto. Jag would win the veto. You know, to be quite honest, I want Matt to win. I want Matt to win the game. But if he can't win, then I think I would be okay with Jag winning. I I really would. At this point, I would be okay with him winning because he actually decided to show some balls. Yeah. Well, he's, and he's been playing. I mean, easy route. he's been playing. He's been winning. Even though his strategy is a little bit off um, and his read on the rooms are a little bit off, he's still trying. He's still playing. Right. Sari uh, and Felicia are just pretty much relying on everybody else to, to carry them to the end. And it's <laughs> funny because that's, Cor- that's what Corey also said as well in his exit, that he uh, he felt that he was essentially being car- being carried to the end. Or not being carried, not to the end, but uh, just the fact that, you know, he was, 
he he wasn't holding up his end of the bargain, basically. That because uh, he goes back, he goes back to uh, when they asked him, uh, "What's one decision that caused the biggest damage to your game?" And he still stands by the Izzy vote. Uh, he thinks that the one that did the most damage was the McColl and Felicia vote. Because he thought that Felicia would be someone who could be dragged along, whereas Mimi would be more of an active player, someone they'd have to get out. But his problem was uh, that his position in the game was he needed to be dragged along because he wasn't win- he wasn't winning competition. So Felicia looked like a much more attractive option to both Matt and Jag than he did. However if he had decided to get rid of Felicia that week and keep, and keep Mimi, then he may, he may have stayed longer because Matt and Jag would feel that they'd probably need to get rid of Mimi. Yeah. And I also think that if Mimi had stayed and won on HOA, she would be going after Matt and Jag, specifically Matt. And that's why I'm so glad she's out of the game. To be honest with you, because I would prefer Matt to win over Jag, but if he can't win, then Jag should win. That's just my opinion. But actually, Corey does, Corey does see Matt right now as the runaway winner right now, uh, calling him the best player in the house by a large margin. Uh, he said that people still think Jag is the guy, but Matt is absolutely the guy. Um, and he actually said in, in regards to Sari that you can't count out Sari because on a one-to-one personal relationship level, uh, he considers her the best player to have ever played reality television on a one-on-one, yeah. on a one-to-one personal relationship. Um, I don't think so, but that's okay. Well, that's his opinion. Yeah, that's his opinion. Um, Yeah, I don't know. But hey, at least he can say he has bragging rights over his brother. Yeah, that's true. Not to mention he uh, he sl- he he dunked on his brother on multiple occasions uh, this season. So he can take solace in the fact that he won that uh, he's won the sibling rivalry. But you know, on, just honestly, the more that I see this game go uh, go by like it has or like it is right now, literally, the more I see it being a Matt and Jag game now. Mm-hmm. That, that's the big problem. That's the big problem is because the remaining competitors. I mean, I love Sari, but she just sucks so badly at competition, as does Felicia. Uh, Bowie or Blue, maybe if they, uh, you know, 
maybe if a couple of things go right, maybe one of them could win a, another competition. But it just seems like this is going to be an easy Matt and Jag steamroll unless one of them decides to turn on the other, which I don't see happening. And, well, I I would see Matt turning on Jag um, more so than Jag turning on Matt. Yeah, I would definitely. Quite on. I would see Matt being the one to pull the trigger first. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, he loves Jag. He wouldn't want to do it himself, really. But I can no. see. I can see him turning on him first because he would know that he can't beat him or he would feel like he couldn't beat him. Uh, I don't know. You know the I one could thing be I'm wrong. Wondering too is, the one thing I'm wondering, too, is has Matt and Jag really taken a look at the house and realized that they're the only two guys remaining in the game? No, oh, they're very aware of it. Like but they also know that they're the two comp beasts. Right, is that uh, obviously they have competitions on their side. Because, I mean, if they if, if uh, any of the women actually had a shot at actually winning multiple competitions, you know, they could just as easily decide... Well, you know what? Let's just make the final five all women. Let's get let's let's get out Matt and Jag uh, these next two uh, these next two votes. Well, I think that they have talked about it. As a matter of fact, Bowie was telling Jag today that they had approached her for an all girls alliance. Right, I remember that being brought up, yeah. Mhm. I don't see I don't see Bowie pulling the trigger on them without Felicia or 3 being gone. Well, I don't see her pulling I don't see her pulling the trigger period because she doesn't like to make decisions. She doesn't want to make decisions. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's almost like she wants it to be like Big Brother UK, which, by the way, uh, has started back up now. Uh, It's almost like she wants it to be like Big Brother UK, where the uh, head of household nominates two people for possible eviction, and then America votes on who gets evicted that week. Well, not America, but Europe. America, America. England, England, England. Well, whatever. Yeah, in the UK's version, it's England, but I'm talking about if... if, uh, if the USA was going to, was going to do similar to what UK is doing. Oh yeah. 
She knows better. I mean, I would hope so, considering that she she was such a huge fan of uh, a Big Brother Australia. Yeah, she definitely thought that it was going to be more like a a Australian version. And I'm not exactly sure if the Australian version is a lot like the UK or what. Uh, you know, I, I think it might be because I believe, hang on, I don't think there's a veto competition in, I could be wrong though. Let me look. Uh, they do have, oh, they've had, they've had 16 seasons actually, uh, of the show, but Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, Mondays they do a nomination challenge where the po- winner has the power over the next set of nominations. Uh, the winner names three nominees for that night's eviction ceremony. Uh, at the eviction, they must vote to evict one of the nominees except the nominating housemate who will only cast the tiebreaker. Uh, nominee with the most votes is evicted. Uh, the next day they compete in an immunity challenge where the winner is immune from the next set of nominations. And then the house will participate in house nominations with the housemates voting for one housemate to be nominated for the next eviction. Uh, where the three housemates with the most votes are then nominated for eviction. And in the event of a tie, the immunity winner would break the tie to determine the three nominees. And then on that Wednesday, uh, the housemates nominated by the house would compete in the second chance challenge with the winner saving themselves from that night's eviction ceremony. So I guess technically, yeah, it's a power of veto uh, competition. And at the eviction ceremony, all, house, all housemates must vote to evict one of the two remaining nominees. So, okay, it's, so it's, different than Big Brother UK because Big Brother UK is basically uh, Britain determined who goes home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can kind of see how Australia is kind of similar to to uh, Big Brother USA, except that while they kind of have a veto, it's not really considered, you know, to be an actual power of veto competition because, uh, you know, the competition would be between those three house guests. So... I don't know. It's it, it's it's weird. Like literally, it, it really seems that the only two versions of Big Brother that are the same are Big Brother USA and Big Brother Canada. 
except the main difference is Big Brother Canada has better twists. And challenges, too. I should say that. <coughs> oh, my goodness. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Okay, guys, on that happy say, note, I'm going to take off. Okay, dear. All right, All right talk to you all later. Oh. Hey, have a good night. Reggie. So, you know, the one thing I I will say as well about this season is the fact that it kind of seems like they're they're sort of struggling to hold a constant viewership. And by that, I mean, you know, they can't just, you know, they can't go one week without losing viewers. It's, it almost seems like uh, this is like a complete seesaw of a season where viewers are engaged one uh, one episode, then disengaged to the next episode. Yeah. I mean, huh. it's weird. It's like a giant seesaw, essentially. Well, but, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's oops. weird though, because it almost seems like this uh, the remaining weeks or the remaining days of this season, it almost seems like they're so easy to predict now with with uh, players like Cameron and Corey now officially out of the game. Yeah. And, I mean, normally that wouldn't be so bad, except the main difference is this season, there's such a huge discrepancy when it comes to actual competition in this house. But who knows? You know, who knows? Maybe some, maybe uh, somebody will surprise us. Maybe uh, you know we'll get like a, like a surprise win out of nowhere from from say like a Sari. Because Corey even stated it that uh, Sari, uh, with competitions becoming so key at this point in the game. Uh, that Sari has a huge uphill battle uh, when it comes to competitions. Yeah, I just I just got your message, yeah. Melissa. We we'll, uh, yeah, um, we'll we'll end up uh, we'll end up doing that. Okay. Oh, whoops. So, I mean, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to look up right now. You see, this is this is the problem when 
as numbers begin to begin begin to dwindle on this season, uh, there's mm-hmm. less to talk about because. You know, obviously, it, it was much different earlier on this season when we had so many variables at play. But, you know, literally, literally when you, you know, once you start, uh, once you start getting rid of, cer- of of certain key contributors to the season, it's it's like I said earlier. You know, this has basically become the Matt and Jag game. Mm-hmm. Where it's literally you look at you look at any other person and any other person that's left and it's like can you really even see them matching up with anybody or, or you know could you could you see anybody remaining uh, you know actually being able to take a shot at Matt and Jag? Yeah, I don't know. I I. They may shock us. Um, I think that Blue... Blue and America might be able to do it. Even Bowie. But I don't see Felicia or Sari being able to do it. However, Sari, from what I understand... They said Sari was right behind Jag in his last HOH. So if he had not won, Sari may have won. Hey, you know, that brings up another point, too. Uh, do you think it was actually smart for Jag to have won this and not you know, give Yeah, it to considering because I think that Sari would have put their asses up on the block. I do. Hmm. I mean, it would he definitely. Had to, he had to. I, I think she would. I think she would have definitely put up at least Jag. I don't know if she would have put up Matt. I don't know. Um, I think she would have. Her target would be Jag, but I think she would have put up both of them. Yeah, I just I don't know with how close she's been to Matt this season. I I honestly I don't really see her uh putting up putting up Matt to be perfectly honest. I just it's almost like she sees Matt as as her second son basically. As the son uh if like if she were to have another son, Matt would be that son. Yeah. You know, I thought it was hilarious. Um, was it uh, was it yesterday or the day before when Corey says three? If you had a son on a reality show and they were involved in a relationship or a showmance or whatever, what would you think about that? <laughs> I thought oh Sari was going to fall off the bed. <laughs> yes. I thought she was Yes. Gonna... 
Oh my God! So <laughs> clueless. So clueless. I thought I, 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 I thought she was so gonna funny. fall off the bed. That was so funny. Yeah, oh I, I mean, I find it so funny that nobody even figured it out this season that Jared was her son. I am shocked that Blue hasn't brought it up to her. Right. I'm just kind of shocked that Blue hasn't brought it up to her. It, it's amazing to I me. Think, you know, I, th- I think it's almost as if, like, okay, there's nothing, there's not really worth bringing it, bringing it up now because considering Jared's out of the game, so it's like why even bother bringing it up? You know, if, if Sari gets evicted here pretty soon. I hope that she says, I just want to tell you guys something before I walk out the door. Jared was my son. <laughs> no, I think they'll save it for finale night because you know they got to have you a think? segment. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they might. Yeah, you, you know they got to have a segment ready for finale night uh, in order to uh, fill up some time, and that's probably what they'll go with, I feel. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> oh, you know, Lordy. Is, it just, is it just me, or... Does it not really seem fair that Jag, because uh, we know how Claire was forced to basically throw the HOH that uh, after she had won the Invisible HOH, uh, that she was forced to throw the next one by production. Uh, doesn't it seem unfair that Jag was allowed to uh was allowed to to win a second one in a row. Yeah, I think that he probably shouldn't have won. But like I said, then we would be looking at probably a 3. Or you know what? I think if Matt had thought there's no way that that um Jag would win it that he probably would have tried a little harder and probably won. Hmm. I don't know. I can't believe that. You know, every everybody is literally eating in the HOH room right now and it's literally seven people. That just it goes to it goes to show you just exactly how absurd it is that, you know, there's literally only seven people left in the game and you can fit all of them into one room. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, uh, one of the things we haven't talked about yet is the punishments 
that Sari and Felicia had to endure this week. With Felicia, yeah. you know, being such Felicia being such a people person and she ended up having to undergo solitary confinement for 24 hours. Yeah, but she was kind of looking forward to that. She was kind of looking forward to that. Um, But I think once the, ah, all by myself, this is great. Then I think she was just like, get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because, I, I mean, obviously the big downfall to solitary confinement is you can't be involved in game talks for mm-hmm. that whole 24-hour span. And, you know, from what we've seen uh, with how this house has flipped so many times in previous weeks, you never know what's going to happen in the, in the span of a whole day. Mm-hmm. That you know the game could literally, she could she could potentially have come out of solitary confinement. Well, I mean technically she did come out of solitary confinement, and the game was flipped on its head because she was. Little did she know that she was going to end up being saved. Yeah. It's. You know, so I, I think, you know, solitary confinement I feel is definitely the worst punishment. The worst punishment, especially if you're up on the block, because it's so crucial to try and have those conversations, especially before the veto meeting. Now, obviously, she didn't know that she was going to be saved ahead of time. Yeah. So, I mean, to be locked away like that, it you know, it's just got to – it had to sort of been killing her a little bit. And then we get to Sari, who had the multiple costumes. Yep. And in, and in particular, one of her punishments – was that I guess she had to stay in the pool for two hours in that costume. Yep. Yeah, at first like she thought she was going to be able to just put her feet in. They When she they first told her, they said, Sari, you know, go sit in the pool for two hours. She went and sat at the side of the pool with her feet in there, and they said, no, nope, all the way in. <laughs> So then when she got out, they showed it a little bit differently on the show, but um, when they got out, she was ready to go inside, and they said, Sari, suit up, and then take the 100 laps. And she started to take the 100 laps and then realized that she had to go change. So she went in and changed and then did her laps. Oh, my God. But it made it. It's oh, I feel so bad. I I feel so bad for Sari, honestly, having to change in and out of all these costumes. I mean, well, I just, it gave her something to do. 
favorite it's, something it, to yeah, do besides but, sitting there. You know, she's lucky that this week it didn't really interfere at all with any of her gameplay, like the kayak uh, punishment did. Because yeah. we saw what the kayak punishment did, the fact that it, screw- it basically allowed her to not be able to reel Jared in before he caused irreparable damage to her game. Yep. You know, to to be honest, she went in and would help Felicia cook every now and then. But for the most part, she did. She just sat in her room for the most part. Sat in her room, sat in her room. Everybody had to go to her. And then she would get missed when she had to get up and go to somebody. Why do I always have to go to them? Why can't they come to me? Well, because they've been coming to you. Now it's your turn to get up off your butt and go to them. But anyway, she didn't mean much either. I mean, she um, helped cook and she did her own laundry, but for the most part, she's been playing the game on her butt. If she wasn't sitting in her room, then she was sitting outside on a on the couch. Right. Yeah, that is true. I mean, at the same time, though, there's a lot of downtime in that house. So, mm-hmm. you know, not not really, not really a lot of stuff for them to do, essentially. Yeah, I know, but at least. Felicia was up and cleaning when she was bored. Right. You know? And I mean she did leave she did leave that room spotless, might I add. Yep. But she cleans the bathrooms, she cleans the kitchen and all of that kind of good stuff to keep herself busy. She makes sure that she gets her order in to Mr. B. For groceries, she plans. She's been planning the meals and and cooking them, and and a lot of them do go in there and help her. But then Corey and America never did. America might go in and make herself something, or Corey would go in and make himself something, but for the most part, they did. Nothing. No cleaning, no cooking, no... But yeah, at least the other ones help. Mm-hmm. The other ones help. I think Matt does the windows a lot. Does the mirrors a lot. You know, the one thing... The one thing I wish they would have brought back was the luxury comp. Uh, especially yeah, if the this luxury was supposed comp, to be a throwback competition. Yeah, the food comp. <laughs> the food. If this was supposed to be a throwback season, you know, they they yeah, threw that would have been great. The, uh, the jury. So. The what? I mean, that would have been that would have been good to uh, to uh, to bring back. Yeah. The food competition, yeah. But they all right. They I think they're done with have nots. 
Yeah, I hmm. believe I believe so. I believe uh, they haven't had they haven't had half knots. I don't think in a while, actually. Yeah, in a, like but, two or three weeks. I think the last time yeah. was when they were all on all on have not except for Cam. Yeah. Well, uh, we have reached pretty much the end of the second hour, and in all honesty, I think I think we've pretty much covered everything, Melissa. Um, I I do you know, think so too. I it's actually my fault because I I've got a bit of a headache, and I think I need to go and. Take some Tylenol or Advil or something and go to bed. Right. See if I can get rid of well, it. Well, uh, well, you definitely you definitely need to get you you definitely need to catch up on your rest. As do I. I mean, I've been working on only four hours of uh, four hours of sleep after last night's show. Um, but uh, to close this out, uh, thank you to everybody who either listened in live tonight or. Uh, we'll listen on the archives, which, by the way, you can access at blogtalkradio.com slash AE, or by going uh, to any of our major podcast networks, such as iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and so on and so forth. Uh, we will, of course, be, ba- be back uh, next Friday night with another edition of, <clears throat> excuse me, of the Big Brother 25 recap show. And, of course, next Thursday yeah. night, uh, we will have the Survivor 45 recap show where Jim has promised that he would give out the final three for our listeners. And, Melissa, yeah. I know you already know about the final three. I know Reggie already knows. I know uh, yeah. pretty, mu- pretty much everybody that was on the call last night already knows. So, um, yeah. Um um, there was one thing I was going to say. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, the um, challenge finale where Desi and Chris won. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, and, definitely well-deserved for them. Yeah, and I had, I think Michaela probably would have done a little better if she didn't – if she didn't um, – need medical attention. Yeah, which is very And I saw because Yeah, I saw a I saw a interview with Bananas and Corey today. Um and they both think that Michaela Cassidy um really tough and they think that they they'll be back and they'll be champions at some point. Uh, it wouldn't surprise but me. I really I think bananas might retire, and he didn't say that, but I can just see it and um he'll Corey, be back, I think he'll be back, to be back for season forty he'll be back for yeah. season forty to close out the m t v version but other than that yeah he I think he might retire. The season forty is supposed to be all champions, from what I've heard, oh, for the challenge. Okay. So, 
Yeah. Um, obviously, he okay. would be back for that. I would hope. I would hope Wes would be back for it, but uh, turns out he's probably fully retired now. Uh, yeah, anyway, I so, was. I was pretty excited. I liked everybody in the finals pretty much, um, except Fossil because I can't stand him. But I like Chanel. I like that. You know, I don't really like bananas either, but Chanel and Desi and, and Chris and I even like Corey so, and Michaela. Okay. So the challenge talked about. Thanks everybody for calling in or Reggie for calling in and everybody for listening and hopefully we're going to have a lot more to talk about next week with the double eviction. And I won't have a headache. Exactly, and and hopefully, I'll take, hopefully I'll uh, hopefully I'll be uh, I'll be working on a lot better on a lot better uh, a lot better sleep and not potentially dozing off here. Um, yeah. But and so yeah, I'm going to try and do a little bit of updating while my see what there is to update, and then while my aspirin is taking effect. And um, so I might do that before I go to bed. Well, you definitely and if anybody who's listening is not part of our Whispers group, you can log on to Facebook and go to Big Brother Whispers. There's Survivor Whispers, Survivor Whispers Premiere, which is the spoiler page. There's the Sports Whispers, and we even have a fan camp where it's just lots of funny. So, um, other than that, yeah, that's gonna. I do think it we're done. Uh, yeah, right. That, yeah, everybody have a great week. For, uh, for tonight. Yep. Everybody have a great week. Uh, obviously, Sports Whispers Weekly tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Who knows what the hell I'm going to talk about tomorrow night. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to do it. So, everybody have a great week. Uh, we will see you guys next uh, – well, first, we'll see you guys on Thursday night for the Survivor Recap Show. But for Big Brother, we will see you guys next Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on Block Talk Radio. Everybody have a great weekend. Okay.